Welcome to Unconfuse Me. I'm Bill Gates. You probably know my dad also died of Alzheimer's, so it wasn't until his early 80s that it was really slowing him down. And then he lived until 93. So he had about 13 years. And, you know, I was super lucky that I could afford these professional caregivers along with the family. And, you know, we got to be so close to those people. Oh, yeah. My dad never knew their name, but he li he he liked them. I mean, he lived with them. Uh, uh, so that, you know, kind of made it a, a, a shared experience. You know, early in my dad's Alzheimer's, there's one funny thing, which is he was on the board of Costco, you know, which is a super successful retailer and a very important job. And I said to my dad, you should get off of this board, dad. And he said, why? You know, I'm, I'm really good on this board. And I said, no, dad, you have an unblemished reputation. And so you shouldn't, you know, you're probably not up to it. And he said, oh, I, I think I'm up to it. And then he thought about it. And I told him again, then he called up the guys on the Costco board and he says, Look, I think I'm doing a great job, but my son <laughs> says I should quit. And sometimes my son is right. <laughs> so I'm I'm quitting. Uh, yeah, you have to laugh about some of the the milestones. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, it's a you know, it's a it's a cruel disease, but I think a lot of people have those types of moments where it's like the it was accidentally, you know, a funny thing you can look back on. We did a virtual event for caregivers. One of the panels was about humor and bringing humor to caregiving. Um, and yeah. there were some very funny things. People have truly like outrageous stories and it was very cathartic and it was like a group of people like all crying and laughing hysterically at the same time, which, yeah, I think is actually like. It's very emotionally relieving for people, I think, to be able to kind of access both those emotions. And and it is just funny sometimes because of how absurd it is. And sometimes all you can do is laugh. And yeah, I think comedy does have an amazing ability to kind of support any idea if you are good with it, you know? And there's very few things that you really can't kind of surround with comedy if you aren't sensitive and really aware of what, what you're doing. And so, yeah, over the years, like, people really like, I think, that we're able to talk very frankly and openly about Alzheimer's and and also make you laugh a lot. Yeah. It still has some stigma. I mean, there's both lack of awareness and stigma. You know, oh, yeah. in my oh, dad's yeah, case, time. they never really, until pretty late, officially said it was Alzheimer's, although it had the unique characteristics. Because sadly, since there really isn't much in the way of treatment, actually making the formal diagnosis isn't like you magically, okay, now take this antibiotic and right. your, hand, yeah. your right. Alzheimer's right. will, will get cured. You know, in the next decade, pretty hopeful there's a whole pipeline of new drugs that should make a difference. But I'm surprised at the stigma and how strong it is. Yeah. Honestly, the stigma has put us in the place we're in today instead of further along because people were afraid to talk about it. They're still afraid to talk about it. They don't want to share their stories because, yes, there are some funny ones, but the reality is it is a dark disease and it is painful to watch your loved one go through it. And I think that my grandfather, my mom's father had it. Then a few years after he passed away, her mother started showing signs of dementia. She was sort of between Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, et cetera. And then when my mom started showing signs only five years after my grandmother had died, you know, we knew and she knew, but she didn't want us to tell anyone because she felt this shame and this 
you know, sadness for herself and this fear of what was going to happen. And, you know, she was a teacher for 35 years. Mm, she was wow. someone who used her brain and was in control and, you know, commanded a classroom of six-year-olds. That's not easy. What we sort of faced early on was keeping the secret really became heavier and a harder burden to bear than just telling the truth. And just sharing it and telling my friends, like, this is what I'm carrying. This is what I'm going through. And once I did that, people showed up for it and mm. I felt supported. It is this fear of aging, this fear of death that humans carry with them and the loss of control. Someone who has dementia and Alzheimer's, they lose all control of everything. And I think that is incredibly scary but it is a reality. And I think part of what we've tried to do is just talk about it honestly and openly and encourage other people to do the same because yeah. when we share our stories, understanding happens and learning happens and that's how we progress. Subscribe to Unconfused Me wherever you listen to podcasts.